I'm Hannah Bissett with KNBA News. The first day of the Alaska Federation of Natives annual convention kicked off on Thursday in Anchorage. Thousands of people from across the state are gathered together for three days for the first in-person AFN convention since 2019. U.S. Representative for Alaska Mary Patola received two standing ovations. As she took the stage, Patola made history in September, becoming the first Alaska Native person, Yupik, to ever serve in Congress. The Democrat talked about unity, working together, and expressed her gratitude to the late Republican Congressman Don Young, whose seat she had won in this special election. Peltola discussed serving not only Alaska Native people, but all the people in Alaska. And I, I don't see this as um, a, like a stepping stone to anything else. I don't see this as a springboard to anything else. I really just very literally take this job for at face value, I want to work hard for Alaskans. Her views on unity, regardless of party, is echoed by AFN attendees. And Kangdek, Clinkett and Native Hawaiian, works for a tribal nonprofit, reacted to Potola's speech. She is so strong and so eloquent, and her message about unity, tying it into AFN, but also to the state of Alaska and our need to really come together and support each other, not just as Alaska Natives, but as Alaskans. The convention floor rose to their feet, and several groups of people sang songs to honor Peltola. They're you know, literally singing her praises after she finishes speaking. I think it's so great to see the impact she has on the community. Peltola is running for the general election to keep the seat. What could energy look like in the future of Alaska? Something reliable, safe, and portable? This future could be near with micronuclear reactors. A micronuclear reactor is a small-scale reactor with 5 megawatts. Marianne Keyes has over 20 years of experience in nuclear energy. She says nuclear energy could be a good source of heat and energy for smaller rural communities. Uh, it is factory-built, fueled, and assembled. It has eight or more years of full power for a community of about 3,000. To help visualize, the size of particles are so small you can put the micronuclear reactor on a truck. To give that in perspective, it's about 200 times smaller than the tra traditional nuclear uh, power plants that have been uh, built around the U.S. And, and globally. That was Vladimir Novak, who was serving as the chief commercial officer for the ultra-safe nuclear company. Novak says that they started on this mission for a safer nuclear reactor 11 years ago. In uh, traditional reactors, there are really many safety systems around the fuel to make the reactor safe. And if any of those systems, for whatever reason, does not work, uh, then we have an issue. In the reactor, small uranium particles are used to create heat. They are about the size of poppy seeds. They are three layers that cannot be penetrated and does not have a risk of leaking out. Tribes should have what is best for their land and that the stewards of the land should have the final say. A group of indigenous women were recognized for their military service during opening ceremonies at this year's Alaska Federation of Natives Convention in Anchorage. Emily Schwing has more. For more than a decade, Alaska Native veterans have opened the Alaska Federation of Natives Convention with a color guard procession. This year was a little different. Five Alaska Native and American Indian women were met with a standing ovation as they exited the convention hall after the procession. Juanita Mullen is from the Seneca Nation in New York State. She just retired as the American Indian and Alaska Native Veterans Liaison for the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. First in line was the first time I ever seen them do this. According to a 2020 report from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, only 11% of American Indian and Alaska Native veterans 
students are women. They just started letting females in the battalion in the Navy when I joined. That's Flossie Davenport. She grew up in Nome. She served as a CB in the Navy from 1998 to 2003. She said she never thought about being a woman in service until she started to notice some of her superiors treated her differently. Ben Cleveland says he asked all of the veterans who came to present colors on AFN if they'd be willing to honor the women. He says not a single man was opposed to supporting the women who have served alongside them. I'm Emily Schwing. The AFN newscast is produced by KMBA and Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation, supported with funding by Rasmussen Foundation, Alaska Native Tribal Health Consortium, ExxonMobil Alaska, Chalista Corporation, Manilik Association, South Central Foundation, ConocoPhillips, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, and Donlin Gold. This is a production of KMBA and Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation, brought to you through Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.